welcome to the Mount Rushmore podcast. I'm Jeff, and I'm joined as always by my good buddies Richard. Hello. And Michael. Howdy. Uh, Richard and Michael like to bait and deliberate the most ubiquitous aspects of a variety of topics. And this time, you may have guessed from the thing here. here. Other way. Other way, I think, maybe. (laughs) There we go. This is the Mount Rushmore of single-use kitchen gadgets. Uh, this is like this is like when fill in the blank. this is like when Thomas Edison like discovered like was the inventor of film, <laughs> and he was just doing all the same stuff, and it was a hundred plus years ago. Yeah, there's a sneeze and a uh, train leaving the station, and a person experimenting with a garden hose later on. And then someone electrocutes someone electrocutes an elephant. That'll be Jeff. <laughs> for all of our well, audio only listeners, um, <laughs> and for that one uh, YouTube uh, watcher. Uh, Jeff is pointing to things on screen. And yeah. so when I, and also, uh, uh, yeah, there's going to be a video element to this. So if you listen to it on the podcast, Hey, yeah. double dip. Yeah. I hope, I hope I can get this figured out. Um, all right. So, uh, Richard, you chose it. Why? <laughs> I don't know, Jeff. It was just a thing, crazy, wacky thing I was thinking about. No, I, I, I as you guys know, our kitchen, we did major renovations and we had to box everything up and put it into in, in the garage. So we're in the process still of unboxing everything. And right now, what's we're missing some of our single-use kitchen gadgets, oh. which is very frustrating. And there's stuff that we're probably going to have to go out and buy because we just can't find it. Not if a box went missing or what. Oh. And it's just one of those things I started thinking about. You know, sometimes there are just these things that you take for granted that you use all the time. And you think, well, if I didn't have that, I could get by. And then you don't have it. And then yeah. you realize I'm so screwed without this little yeah. gadget. So your, that's why. Your your fries are going unjulianned. Yes, exactly. So Somebody's gonna have to julian these fries and it's not me. <laughs> all right, well, uh, okay, fun topic. Michael, you start. Uh, my first uh, choice is uh, whatever this thing is, I'm holding it up to the screen, but it oh, no. is a, uh, there it is. It is a, uh, egg yolk extractor. Oh, I was oh, gonna say wow. a mushroom cleaner. It looked like a little bit like a mushroom, but. Well, th- this particular one has, it's like this little like rubber doohickey. And all you do is you like slurp the egg yolk out of like a cracked egg. And the number of times I've used this are right around zero. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Uh, because you can do the trick with an egg where you go back and forth um, with a little egg and the eggshell, but that's too much. that in itself is too much work, obviously. Um, but yeah. I, I love this thing because it has no other use, and I don't use it. So it's not only a single-use <laughs> kitchen gadget; it is a never-use kitchen cabinet cap, uh, uh, gadget that just sits in the drawer and takes up space and yeah. doesn't allow me to close the drawer sometime. So yes. I. I uh, you know, I think that's happens too, is we have a, you know, kind of a kitchen tool. We have like two kitchen tool drawers. We have the one that has like the useful stuff. It's got like a, a rolling pin in it. It has like a, like a potato masher. It has, uh, you know, like a big, like meat, like a mallet for like pounding like chicken and stuff. And then there's the other drawer, which is just like, boy, that's just an adventure into like, uh, the island of misfit toys over there it really is it's like a science fiction show you're sitting in there like what is all this stuff in here it's like this big rubber doohickey guy that kind of looks like a monster but there you go an, an egg yolk uh extract 
I guess is my, so, my first uh, in, Where did it come from? Who bought it and how did it come to you? How, how did it come into your possession? I believe this is uh, my wife's choice, my wife's purchase. Um, and I'm sure she's used it at some point, but um, me, not so much. Hmm. Are you Marie Kondoing Michael right now, Richard? Yes. Does it bring bit. you does joy? It, it doesn't bring you joy, exactly. And it doesn't <laughs> seem like it does. Um, I, I See, that's the thing. Is I, uh, I'm also in the um, – my point of view is like Emily can be in the other room and she can say, do we need – and my answer is no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So whatever she's yeah. holding up, it, it, throw it away. It could be a very sentimental like picture my child has drawn. Or it could be like you know plastic doodad in a in the uh, a drawer, and I'm like, we could just get rid of it. It's fine. I I, I don't know what it is because I know that she knows the things that we use. So it's good to do. Well, it's bringing up an interesting um, the uh, measurement for these devices. Are they utilitarian? Are they useful? Are they clutter? Because you don't use them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this one sounds like it's just clutter. Uh, when you pulled that up, I thought that was the bulb that would go on a baster. Um, it kind of looks device. like that, doesn't it? Yeah. It doesn't have like the little ridges inside that um, you would like a like a, a screw, sort of like a fixing. Yeah. Deal. All of these. We also, I have, if we we could also have, uh, we also have another egg separator, but that's also <laughs> in the drawer. It's a little thing that's like into a bowl. And you can just like, uh, you know, crack an egg through it and it strains uh-huh. the egg bites down below. So we've got two things that are never used. I would love if you had like the, on the old Letterman show, the humidifier and dehumidifier showdown, but with uh, separators <laughs> and re- reuniters of eggs. Uh, Richard, what's your first one? All right. Before I get to my first one, I just thought Uh-oh. I should point out one thing. Um, no, it's not a big deal. It's just that a lot of these items they're going to seem ridiculous when we're talking about them but also a lot of these items were made for people with mobility or other disability issues Mm, so i just wanted to acknowledge that before we start that sometimes something that seems easy for us may be more difficult for somebody else and maybe separating an egg yolk is something that someone may have difficulty with just wanted to throw that out there excellent consideration yeah i'm trying not to be trying to be not be so ableist not a New Year's resolution could be. Richard's um, going to come in with a two-handed something or other right now. Yes, it's actually, yeah, exactly. Well, no, what, I, what I'm going to come with, and some of my choices are ones that I have. Some of them are ones that I want. This is one that I have and we can't find, and it's pissing me off. Uh, it's our garlic press. Because mm. we, we use a lot of garlic. Uh, we're, we're a pro-garlic family. Um, and mincing garlic, when you have to do it by just chopping with a big, big knife, that's really time consuming. Like you don't realize how hard it is to just chop, mince a couple of cloves of garlic. And, you know, usually we have pre-minced garlic around, but sometimes it's gone bad or sometimes it's not there. And then you have to do it on your own and that garlic press. So it's like one of those single use gadgets where there is a clear problem and this thing is the clear solution. Now, the only downside of it is it is a pain in the butt to clean. Mm. If you've ever used these things, basically it just, you know, it's like a grip thing and it's got like a, when you squeeze it, it, you know, there's like a, almost like a, 
a face on it that's got a, a bunch of ridges and it presses into a flat surface and that's how you mince your garlic um and it just leaves behind mush on the garlic press and if you don't have a good dishwasher which we didn't have until recently man this is minutes of trying to scrub to get all the little bits of garlic off which is kind of weird because you're only going to use it for garlic so it shouldn't be like hey this garlic press smells like garlic what's going on but well richard do yeah. i have the tool for you <laughs> oh my goodness I feel like uh, uh, Ron, what's his name? Uh, Ron, Ron Popeil Popeil. over here. Ron Popeil. I have, my second choice is this garlic shredder device. Oh. Now, what you do is you open up these, Whoa. it, it kind of looks like a, a little, like a, it's almost like a Star Wars vehicle. It's got like, it's like a round thing that has um, blades inside that has uh, like a little Ooh. wheel. And so what you do is you put your, you put your garlic bulbs in there and then you just drive it back and forth. And these little blades go to town. It doesn't become like the garlic doesn't become mushy. It just gets all nicely shredded and diced. I mean, I know that some uh, recipes call for like, you know, garlic to be pressed. So it's kind of a little bit juicier. But this thing, I love this thing. Um, it is a thing that I probably use. Of all the little kitchen tools, I use this thing the most because they just throw a bunch of garlic in here, two or three bulbs in there, and you just like run it back and forth on the cutting board. And man... You're in garlic heaven. When's you know, your birthday, the, Richard? It just happened. I'll get you one. I of just these. had one. Just had I'll one. I'll get you one. Of All right. I'm excited about this. I uh, yeah. One of the things that with single-use kitchen gadgets that I think more so than just, you know, knives or pans or anything like that is that they can be fun to use. There's yes. a real, there's potentially a real fun factor that goes beyond just the 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 utility of what it does whether it's novelty whether it's the act of doing what you're doing with it is fun whether it's shaped in a certain way that makes it look like a like you said a fred flintstone car or like a jetson's car which is what that looks like <laughs> yeah um it's just a it, that's that's something that's a consideration when 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 you think about the best of the single-use gadgets or the most the most single-use gadget we're whatever we're using our criteria is for this okay i thought that was a segue into you're about to show us a fun thing no i don't have well, any okay. Remember, okay remember we've lost all our single-use gadgets they're all oh that's right I, so let me ask so. you what would gordon ramsay think of all these things like maybe we should have an ometer like a ramsometer <laughs> that's um, good <laughs> yes it, like, it, should, it, should, it should be like it should be like an, uh, an odometer and it's shaped like okay. a knife because how many of these things yeah. can just be solved by having a knife? A knife. Yeah. And at least two, uh, three out of the four things uh, sitting in front of me, 100%. If I just had a knife, I could do the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, it goes, and the, scale, and the, and the uh, scale goes from zero to you complete and utter twat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning how much of a twat are you for having to yeah. use this thing instead of just using the knife? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, like you said, though, Richard, they wouldn't be fun if it was just a knife, right? It would be it's more fun that it's, that it's something yeah. else. Well, what, what's your next not fun item, Richard? Uh, my next item, and I just dropped it into the chat, so if you guys want to open it and take a look, I didn't know if you're familiar with it. It's the three-in-one avocado slicer. Whoa. Oh. And this thing, it just, it looks 
like a looks like a, a, a like almost like a plastic switchblade with like oh, a no. with a with a plastic circle at the end of it with some slats and it is i love this idea behind this and i want one and i don't even eat avocados that often mm. but i think i would eat more avocados if we had something like this i would be making i would i would figure out how to make some good guacamole if i had a 3 in 1 avocado slicer so what it does is it has the knife portion, which is for peeling the uh, avocado and getting the skin off. Then it's got a hole in the middle, which is for uh, getting the pit out easily. And then it's got the, uh, like I said, the plastic circle with the slats, which is for getting it into neat avocado slices. And I just love the utility of this thing. The fact that somebody sat down and said, what is everything you need to do with an avocado? Yeah. And made a tool that does all of those things. And I know maybe I'm pushing the boundaries of single-use gadget because it is does have multiple uses inherent in it, but it's only really usable with an avocado. I mean, you can't, you're not going to slice, put a banana through this thing or anything like mm-hmm. that. So I'm drawn to this. I'm drawn to the idea that there are certain gadgets that I think I inherently want, even though I know deep down inside, I'm never going to going to use it. And that's how we maybe that's how we wind up with egg with two different egg separators, you know, things like that. But yeah, that's, I would use that sucker. I would use that sucker every day. That thing is amazing. It looks like a, a feat of engineering, an engineering marvel. That's yeah, what it looks like. I do think novelty is one selling point for these devices like uh cooking is in 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 invention <laughs> of its own and the idea that uh uh somebody could get some excitement out of having a fun little device that could help uh progress them towards their goal of, of doing it i i would get that one uh, one thing i've discovered about avocado is it it is so sticky like you trying to get it off of a it doesn't seem like it would be right but uh if you use a spoon to kind of scoop out an avocado, that's that residue is going to stay on there through a, a, any dishwashing cycle. It is going to stay. So uh, all of these also, I guess we're at our halftime, and it's all of these do seem like they would be uh, murder weapons for the next uh, glass onion, you know, knives out right. or something <laughs> in in their novelty. Unless um, it's glass onion, it's glass avocado. Glass avocado. Let me ask you guys: Do you, do you like to cook? Or to do things in the kitchen? Yeah, I do. Um, Sarah does the majority of the cooking just because she hates doing the dishes more than I have an issue with doing with cooking. So it's just I've decided to take on the thing thing that she really hates so she doesn't have to do it. But yeah, there are times when I cook if she's going to be out late or something like that. And I enjoy it. I am someone who has to who has to have everything laid out before I even start. So yeah, all, of flour, all of the flour is out, any of the salt, any of the oils or anything. So I'm not scrambling around while I'm trying to cook, like going back to the fridge and trying to find, you know, the butter or something like that. Oh, yeah. I'm very meticulous about it, which is not me on most things. But for whatever reason with cooking, I'm a very meticulous kind of cook. So I have to do mm-hmm. it very specifically. I'm not somebody who's going to freelance... Uh, a recipe, <laughs> put it that way. 
Yeah, like like so many, I have the um, benefit of um, kind of working from home these days. So I tend to be the uh, primary, like especially dinner preparer. But since I have so much time throughout the day, usually, or I have moments where I can all like take my time to be able to do something. So if there's a part of the day where I have 10 minutes, I can chop onions and chop bell peppers and put them back in the fridge. So I, it's like I'm doing like sous chef stuff throughout the day and then I can cook near the end of the day before Emily comes home or whatever, um, or get everything ready so that she can cook if she's cooking, you know, like little things like that. There's definitely, um, you know, these tools are great. I mean, I, I, I enjoy cooking, um, if there's a recipe to follow, but I'm like you, Richard, where like, I, I'm not looking in the fridge and being like, well, I bet I can make something out of that. That's like, no, no way. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, so why don't we just plow through, uh, uh, Michael, what is your third? Uh, my third choice uh, goes along with the garlic shredder little roller device, and this is a uh, rubber garlic bulb sheath getter offer. I don't know the name of it. You get your little <laughs> garlic, uh, your little garlic, um, not bulbs, but like little, uh, uh, what are they? Uh, the little knob things. Look at, look at us. Uh, <laughs> like a garlic clove. Thank you. Clove, and you yeah. put like one of the garlic cloves in here and then you just kind of lightly roll it uh, on the desk and it removes all the little papery, like awful garlic stuff that is so annoying to get off. Yeah. Right. Instead of wow. taking the simple thing, like like the flat slide aside of, uh, of a knife and just kind of giving it a smack and it kind of comes off that way. No, no. I use this thing as much as I, as much as whenever I use garlic, I, I justify the use of this, this other little rubber, like uh, just tube that just kind of rolls that. And like, it just kind of breaks the surface of it just enough, but it doesn't like crack the, it doesn't destroy like the integrity of the garlic. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of gets, uh, you know, kind of breaks it enough so that like the little papery awful wrapping around a uh, garlic bulb comes off. I love it. Another that has got to be one of those things that's the factory where they make those, the assembly line workers, you ask them, what, what is that? And they go, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what this thing is. How, how like often do you use that one? Oh, as often as I uh, dice up some garlic. Is it the car? <laughs> the car backs up to the thing. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. It has, these, it has like these weird, like um, serrated edge on the side. I don't know what that's for. Oh. But the only problem with this one, it's like Richard's other garlic press. This is a son of a bitch to clean. For the mm -hmm. paper just sticks to it on the inside, and I just takes forever to dry. But I, I can't, I can't believe I have two garlic things on here. But there you go. Yeah, you better not have has, another garlic thing. I, I don't. <laughs> but it has no other use. I, maybe you could do it with um, uh, maybe you could do it with a shallot. I don't know. I'm not trying for a shallot. <laughs> Screw that. That probably no, voids the where. It voids the warranty if you use the shallot. I do wonder if what uh, anything related to garlic is single use due to its ability to retain, or the garlic, the potency of garlic, mm. perhaps makes it hard to just uh, grab a tangerine and start doing the same thing with it. Richard, your third one. Third one. I'm going to drop another link in the chat here. Boom. Um, corn on the cob holders. Oh. One of my favorite. Oh boy. It almost made my list. I have it here as like, I was debating between the two, but um, great choice, Richard. Yeah, I mean, 
it's one of those things, and I was talking to my wife about this before we did the show, and it's one of those things where you don't think you need it. It seems very silly and superfluous until you actually are eating corn on the cob and you're getting mm-hmm. the butter on your hands and it's hot <laughs> and you just think to yourself, man, I wish I had some corn on the cob holders. <laughs> and the great thing about the corn on the cob holders is that, again, the novelty aspect, the fun aspect of it, I dropped that link in the chat of just a list. It's just this list of all these different novelty corn on the cob holders you can get. You know, they can, they can be like a doction with like the butt end on one and the head on the other or unicorns or Mickey Mouse hands or any number of things. So it makes, again, it makes the process of eating be more fun. And that's what food is supposed to be. I'm a big believer (laughs) that food is supposed to be fun. You're supposed to enjoy eating. You're supposed to enjoy cooking. Do you feel like uncle money bags when you like, are like the, 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 (laughs) I do eat my pinkies up. Yes. (laughs) We're eating like millionaires tonight. (laughs) Enjoy your corn on the cob. In my mouth, I will never touch it with my fingers. <laughs> Jeeves, just... apply the corn on the cob holders for me. <laughs> yeah, you have two, two separate butlers, one on each side to hold it and to turn it at the exact Take... same corn corn revolutions per per minute. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> too, too quickly, so my teeth can't handle the kernels. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Which uh, also goes into, I was gonna say it also kind of feeds into one that I saw, and I thought about, and it just seemed a little too. I don't know what's going on. It's the the the. It almost looks like a like a peeler, except it's to remove the corn nuggets from the kernels oh, from yeah. the cob. Oh, and it's just basically it's just you go and it just yeah. you know, like shaves it all off, mm-hmm. and I just thought to myself. You know, I just eat the damn corn on the cob. Hmm. Unless you've got like teeth issues. Again, not to be ableist. If you've got teeth issues, jaw issues, some reason why you can't bite into the corn on the cob. But corn is maybe I'm maybe it's just my bias. Corn is like a hundred times better on the cob than when you're just eating the kernels by themselves. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. I think so. I think another. No arguing there, Richard. I mean, you get somebody's listening to Richard going, "Eat it off the stock, eat yeah. it in the field." You guys, you guys cook your corn. You oh. got it easy. <laughs> Winfield, what's your four? Uh, my my last choice is a breadcrumb tabletop. Oh yeah, scraper device that um, we were gifted one night when um, we went into like this nice little fancy French restaurant and we were having like some, you know, a bread in a basket, some delicious French bread. And after about three minutes of like, you know, that kind of in between time when before like, uh, like the little nice basket of bread has come out before like an appetizer has come out between like a basket of bread and your main dish. And uh, this uh, waiter came by and with like the flick of a wrist, it was like, it was like an old timey, um, like uh, straight razor guy. It was like yeah. uh, what's his name? what's his name for uh, Sweeney Todd came by and he came yeah. by with the thing <laughs> and he just like scooped it around the table and got every single every single breadcrumb 
and like little bit of bread and whatever off that mm -hmm. table and he just it was just like the fastest most amazing wow. motion and we had to stop and we were like how did you how did you do that and he, he brought up this little thing he showed this little tool and it has this, you know it's now been like just fallen down the drain and so it's been chewed <laughs> up by um by the garbage disposal but it he just had the, the, the quickest flick of the wrist <laughs> motion to like get it all off the table and we we're like that's the most amazing thing we've ever seen and then as we we're walking out of the restaurant or right before he came by and gave us one and it was just like this is amazing this wow so oh, wow it's it's, it's not yeah, it's not something that we use very often. It kind of just sits in the drawer doing, it has like a little clip on here so you can keep it in your pocket. But um, <laughs> we just don't have like the, the actual utility for it. We don't have like a tablecloth really to on our table to catch all the mess. So it's just one of those things. But like I saw it and I was like, oh, I, I love this thing. I would love the ability to use it and to be able to, to use it in a, a fancy setting someday. Now, when you do, you have, so you have used it before, right? Oh, yeah. Wouldn't yeah. You, you don't, you don't bring something like this home and, and then like, just never use it. It's just kind of like. Were you rare. able to, were you able to swoop the crumbs up with the same elan as the waiter? Or is it something where he <laughs> had to. Not. Of course not. There's a skill that all of these people learn. Like everything <laughs> that everybody does in a restaurant, whether you're like, I mean, a busboy or, uh, a, a waiter or you're serving drinks these are all like honed skills yeah. that like sure I, I bet the first day there's crumbs yeah. all over the place day seven you're like you're wicking <laughs> it all up somehow and it making it look like magic could you, run that over, could you run that over your kid just to get all the crumbs off of him after a meal good <laughs> idea yeah I just look um, at the one. He's going off your table into the face of a nearby diner or something. Into the the three hundred dollar glass of wine. He's he's about to sit back. I love those things that I become so amazingly impressed by that I feel like this. What I am this Rube from from Kansas. <laughs> this AC and that waiter is just kind of like nodding. Like I also imagine with the uh, baguette to person ratio of a country like France, like kids are taught to wield those from from just infancy <laughs> in france right like they, they just have them everywhere yes they're given but, they're, they're given a sippy cup of wine yeah and a breadcrumb the black color. and white striped shirt point of order yes. though what is the location in which this gadget was used dining room well i guess listen that's up to uh -oh. you that's up to you oh boy Oh boy. Please, uh, please, uh, please apply the same standard to uh, Richard's <laughs> choice of corn cob holder, please. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. Good point. If you're gonna, good point. Gonna come down hard, judge. If you're gonna come down hard on me, bring the hammer down judge. on uh, this guy. This guy over here. <laughs> we're, we're right here. here. Yeah. Judge, be consistent at least. <laughs> if you can't be intelligent, I don't. I don't, I don't mind. My uh, <laughs> my choice is being called out. I do mind when it's directed at me. <laughs> you could press garlic in the dining room too uh, okay richard what's your last choice okay my last choice is the apple core slash slicer great um winner. very useful if you have kids oh that's a bedroom thing in my house whoa that's a little uh oh, little sorry. personal jeff sorry um apple core slicer yeah basically you you the main one that people might know is it almost looks like a app like a orange juice press one of those manual ones 
except it's got blades kind of all like sticking mm-hmm. up through it. And you just, you're supposed to, you know, push the apple down onto it. It'll take the core out. It'll cut it into slices for you, which is great if you have kids or if you are a particularly picky eater yourself, which I am not, as you guys can tell. Um, the problem with it, and Sarah's dad had one. I was talking to her about this as, as we were discussing before the show. Um, the blades get awfully dull very quickly, apparently. Hmm. So what you wind up with is just mushy apples. <laughs> like you're pressing down on this thing. It just mushes them all up. So this was kind of an example of a single-use kitchen gadget that is really has a brief shelf life that maybe is really good for the first few months that you buy it, but there's no way to resharpen the blades or anything like that. It's not like a kitchen knife. You can't take it to a, to a store and have it sharpened. So you're just kind of stuck with this thing that used to work. Okay. But now it doesn't. So it's like, do you buy another one? How do you deal with it? And also just go buy pre-sliced apples, man. They sell yeah, them at gotcha. the store. They're in the bag right next to the regular apples. You're going to just do that. Pay that, pay that, that prime pre-sliced apple content. Look, uh, this is Richard. <laughs> Jeff. Big apple the, has gotten to me. This, oh is, my the, God. this is the guy that is uh, yeah. just uh, a little hoity-toity. Yeah. He's the 1% now. Com. Yeah. Well, I'm that getting, I'm, I'm getting the checks. From, I'm getting the checks from the Apple uh, Consortium of America. Yeah. I, the, the I, rolling in. Richard has never, now that I think about it, he's never mentioned oranges. <laughs> That's weird. Jeff, can we edit out the old word? <laughs> oranges, oranges, oranges. <laughs> <laughs> My livelihood. Now, what we do have is we have like this apple core and, and a peeler. It's like a very old timey thing where it's got like a hand crank. And you put the apple on the end and it kind of cores it and peels mm-hmm. it. And then if you want to continue to peel the actual apple itself, it'll do that. Uh, which is great if you're making, it doesn't actually slice it, but it's great if you're making pies. If you want, want a nice apple pie, it's great for that. So those things, awesome. The uh, general apple core slash slicer, proceed, proceed mm-hmm. at your own risk. You um, you recognize that URL, Richard? I just www.apples.com. Oh, he said it out loud. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the, those are the fine apple growers of America. Okay, some of America's <laughs> finest, finest patriots. From oh. what I understand. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. What about that? And I'm not going to say that word, Jeff. Oh, come Can't on. Trick me. <laughs> Fool me once, <laughs> shame on you. Yeah. Okay, well, and now I'm going to uh, have the uh, the honor of ranking these and picking four. And I, I I was really having a hard time kind of determining which to go for. So I'm just going to put um, a, a check mark or an X next to the ones that I think are most dangerous. I'm going to order or rank them in the order of their just dangerousness. Nice. Um, zero apple core or slicer, because Richard, you're saying. No, that's not. Yeah, I'm saying those blades sharp. go real quick. So, yeah. Um, 
let's go with uh, corn on the cob holders because you could just i'm thinking right in your temples like right there oh yeah in a john wick movie i can see him being at, yeah. a, at a fourth of july <laughs> barbecue and having to use some of those on a horde of bad guys well i think hannibal i think hannibal the cannibal used to use those too when he'd um yeah you know be eating somebody's brains or whatever he'd put one on the side you still have that can you brandish that breadcrumber one more time mm -hmm. michael look at that oh yeah that's that's number two uh breadcrumber and garlic car gotta be number three because that's got whirling blades inside of it right but you can expose yeah. the blades can't okay um okay I think and I know what the number what the number number one da most dangerous thing is. Yeah. Press. That's a big slicer. The three in one slicer. Yeah. Yeah. That has... You can slice your own fingers many different ways. You know. <laughs> yes. Three ways. Three ways to kill a man with that. Okay. Perfect. This has been the Mount Rushmore of single use kitchen gadgets. Uh, I'm always Jeff. I'm Richard. I'm Michael.